0: The question is this, how do we get two groups of people to come together? Those that are completely disengaged with what I call their personal physical health status and those people who are in love with their physical health status and doing something about it. How do we bring them together so that everybody fits into the second category of falling in love with their physical health, lowering their risk of disease and feeling amazing? We're going to find out in today's episode of the new science of physical health. PE teacher and the professor, a new health team. Why a PE teacher and a professor of cardiology and exercise physiology want you to collaborate with them. On December the 22nd, 2021, my inbox received a brand new peer-reviewed medical research paper published in the Human Kinetics Journal. The title of this research paper was one of the most exciting that had ever crossed my desk in the past 10 years. Here's the title, even though it might not seem so exciting to you. Promoting health-related CRF scores in physical education. The role of lesson context and teacher behavior in an observational longitudinal study. That's a mouthful right there, and... It is not generating as much excitement with that title as what it might be for me, for you. But let me go on. The reason that it was so exciting for me, it was the first scientific paper I had seen with direct reference in the title for physical education teachers like me around the world. It was like a red alert, an alarm went off in my head. I've probably read over 2,000 medical research papers about how to become physically healthy and what is the medical definition of physical health, and I've read these over the past decade. None of them have ever used my profession in the title until now. So why is that so important to me? Back in 2019, early 2020, I created a brand new platform and a genre of learning called The New Science of Physical Health and turned it into a free podcast. With some effort and some learning, I have interviewed now over 100 PhDs. And I'll talk about who they are throughout this audiobook and the types of places they come from around the world in the areas of medicine and health sciences. Esteemed and qualified people who not only have PhDs, but have extensive medical research backgrounds about a subject that is so, so important to people like me, PE teachers, and I also happen to be a health teacher here in Australia, but around the world identified as PE teachers. That podcast, and this is why it's so important, that podcast now, the new science of physical health, is going to 74 different countries, listened to in 74 different countries, and as of today, at the recording here, over 870 cities around the world. The paper is from a professor called Professor Miguel Peralata. i think that's how you pronounce it and here is a quote that he generated on his university web page here's what he says professor miguel Peralata. hi i'm a graduate in sports science he's a bachelor of sports science a teaching in physical education he has a master's in physical education he has a master's in public health and a phd in health education he also has a post-graduation degree in data analysis in social sciences. This is fascinating to me. That's what he says. Currently, I'm a researcher at the University of Lisbon, and I, he is interested, he says, I am interested in doing research on physical activity epidemiology and health promotion. Now, that's a whole mouthful at the start of this audiobook. But the title of this book, The PE Teacher and the Professor, A New Health Team, that research paper, which came across my desk in late December 2021, just before Christmas, is what generated the thought for this audiobook in my mind. Interestingly enough, Professor Perlada from Lisbon and the university that he works at and the research paper that I have read, and that long title that I gave you at the start of this audiobook, is not the professor that I'm referring to in the title of this audiobook. I'll come to him and who he is from Norway shortly in this audiobook. And in fact, the professor that I'm re- referencing in the title of this audiobook, the PE teacher and the professor, a new health team, that professor is the head of a, de- a medical department at a university in Norway the, uni- the the university of science and technology in Norway he's the head and has 55 staff according to the university webpage working for him you will hear from that professor in his own words in this audiobook let's get back to the very beginning of how i always kick off any of my books whether it be an audiobook or a written book. I always begin with something I call a big domino statement. Something I believe deeply and I wanna challenge you with to see what you think about my big domino statement and whether it fits the world that you live in. So this statement is exactly why myself, a PE teacher, and this specific professor from Norway want you to collaborate with us to form a new health team. So here's the big domino statement. There is a new set of evidence-based frameworks that combine physical education and a world-leading professor's health impact software that will drive every child, teenager, and adult to become physically healthy in what I call the age of Netflix, Uber, Google, and screens. I guarantee you will watch individuals and large cohorts grow deep engagement and deep knowledge in their personal physical health outcomes. And that could also mean you. The professors I work with, and the one specific professor that I reference in the title, the professors I work with have clinical evidence that there will be a significant decrease in the leading causes of sickness, disease, and premature death later in this audiobook, I'm also going to describe to you exactly how I created a new platform called the PE Teachers Health Lab. This is the exact tool I use to make the big domino statement a reality in the lives of thousands of children, teenagers and adults around the world. More about that tool later on. If you've never met me before, my name is Shane Stubbs, and I am the creator of the new science of physical health, as I've just mentioned. Since 1988, when I graduated with a Bachelor of Education in Health, Physical Education, and Sports Science, I have taught, I can't even believe that this is actually true, 34,000 lessons in those subjects. The past decade of my career... It's been the most fascinating of all. As far as I know, I'm the only health and physical education teacher in the world who's spent over a decade of their life interviewing, consulting with, speaking and working directly with over 100 PhDs in disciplines including cardiology, exercise physiology, public health, Cognitive neuroscience, I had to find out what that one was. Pediatrics, molecular biology, that doctor was so interesting. Medicine, exercise oncology, a brand new field, and many more. I've made it my mission to take their complex work and current, current medical research and convert it into 18 critical diagrams across six modules and 18 critical learning skills. So if you're a person who's interested in learning the true science of how to be physically healthy and a set of specific steps on how to get people to fall in love with their physical health outcomes, especially that group of people which have low or no interest in their personal physical health status. That's a phrase I invented. In this audio book and also the complementary tool that I'm going to mention again, the PE Teacher's Health Lab, then if you get that, it will achieve the outcome of growing someone's physical health status, getting them to become classified as being physically healthy and lowering their risk of sickness, disease and premature death. And we'll use the work of the professors to put the evidence in place to support that statement, the first question I want to answer for everybody listening to this audiobook is why would a regular health and physical education teacher from Sydney, Australia, who grew up in a small country town of less than 4,000 people, that's me, why would I spend a decade trying to chase down the world's best PhDs in medicine and health just to create another audiobook about health? The first part of the answer that you'll see throughout this audiobook is that it's not just another health course or more health information. And don't worry, I'll back that up with some evidence very shortly. The reason for me wanting to create this audiobook, the PE Teacher and the Professor, a new health team, at this point in time is because of an event that happened way back on November the first of nineteen eighty nine at 3 p.m. It's a very specific time. I'm going to do this. I'm going to transition you to a short excerpt from a DVD that I shot in a studio roughly 10 years ago. This excerpt from the DVD, it's about 60 seconds long and it'll give you what I call my primary motivating factor for developing this audiobook, The PE Teacher and the Professor, A New Health Team. Let's transition right now through the transition bell. Here we go. On November the 1st of 1989, I took a phone call from my mother. And these are the three words she said, love, dad's died. It changed my world. He had a sudden heart attack and it was massive. The doctors later told my mother he passed away before he hit the ground. He was just 47 years old. There is a song by a musician called Jimmy Ruffin. It's called What Becomes of the Broken Hearted? Let's listen to the chorus and the words go, What becomes of the brokenhearted? Who's had love that's now departed? I know I've got to find some kind of peace of mind, maybe. The purpose of this DVD learning series is to develop some peace of mind from our number one killer. One person every 10 minutes of every day in this country dies of a cardiovascular event. Most like my father premature. Peace of mind for my family and peace of mind for your family If I can help you to discover the beat of your healthy heart and you avoid a cardiac event, this will give me peace of mind. I wasn't there that day. I was about five hours away from the country town that my father and mother lived in when that 3 p.m. event happened to him on November the 1st, back in 1989. And I know it seems like it's a long time ago and it is in the number of years. But when i reflect on it now i'm almost 10 years older than my father the year that he passed away i have a young son today who has turned 12 years of age very recently and i want to not only make an impact in his life but for me personally i wanted to create this new health team the pe teacher and the professor off the back of the PE Teachers Health Lab, our new platform, so that the events that happened to him all those years ago would never impact me and my son in a decade from now when I'm 65 won't have the same thing happen to him at 22 years of age that happened to me that set me off on a quest to discover how the world's leading causes of sickness and death, there's two of them, created a health catastrophe in my family. The number one cause stole my father's life when he was just 46 years old. The second reason that I wanted to create the PE teachers and the professor, a new health team, this audiobook entered the world on July 23rd, 2009. My wife and I were just short of our 45th birthday when our first and only child was born on that day. And I love times, and I've got the time, 11.26 a.m. To say it was a miracle is one massive understatement. No fertility treatment. We had stopped trying to have a child to deal with the possibilities of a birth defect as we age and we're in the process of adopting a baby girl from China my son born at 11:26 a.m. on that day and i swear on my life i've never viewed my existence the same again it was like someone had flipped a switch and i thought everyone viewed me differently now that i was a father and a very late age father I think there's something to be said about having your only child in your mid-40s. It impacts you so significantly. This was the year I first started working with a PhD in exercise physiology from here in Sydney, Australia. I was really excited about that. Here was my thinking. What lies ahead for my newborn son back in 2009 when it comes to his personal physical health status? and the risk of him being faced with the number one cause of sickness, disease, and premature death that took his grandfather's life, that's cardiovascular disease. 18 million people worldwide will have a cardiovascular event this year, the year that you're listening to this audiobook, and they will pass away from that cardiovascular event. Another 18 million people per year worldwide will have a cardiovascular event and survive temporarily. By the way, the second leading cause of sickness, disease, and premature death are cancer events. That's about 8.2 million people per year worldwide. My newborn son's grandmother, five years after his born was born in 2009, would be diagnosed with a cancer event and pass away seven days after this diagnosis in hospital. So my thinking was simple to begin with. How do I create a world for my son where he is less at risk from the two leading causes of sickness, disease, and premature death that took the lives of his grandparents? How do I make certain that what I'm teaching him actually works and creates what I call true health adaptations at a physiological and a molecular level so that we can drive down the real risk of a cardiovascular cancer event? not just talk about it. And I can prove that we've done this with clinical based evidence. Later more on that later on. But here's the point. How do I make sure he will grow in his deep knowledge about his personal and physical health outcomes and would become deeply engaged to take action to improve his personal physical health status and drive down his risk of cardiovascular and cancer events not just as a child and a teenager when his mum and I had so-called control of his life, but later on when he's independent, became an adult like me. These outcomes were never pursued by his grandfather and grandmother. They never fell in love with their physical status. Mind you, the education system they lived through in the 1950s and the early 1960s, plus their family life, they were not conducive to helping them have deep engagement or creating what I call deep knowledge about the new science of physical health. As I began to work my way into talking with and interviewing PhD after PhD after PhD in medicine and health from around the world, I quickly began to realise the road ahead for my son in 2009 was a health catastrophe in waiting. The expert medical researchers proved to me, time and time again, that when my son became an adult, he was far more likely to be physically unhealthy and at high risk of the two leading causes of sickness, disease, and premature death, than the opposite, which is a low risk of cardiovascular and cancer events. I began a conversation with a specific PhD in 2017, that changed my mind on what was possible in health and physical education, not just for my son, but for his friends and anyone who is interested in learning this subject from around the world. That includes children, teenagers, and adults, and even people like myself who have a professional background in health and physical education. Now, the professor that I want to describe to you that you will hear from directly if you go and access our new tool, the PE Teacher's Health Lab. He is not the professor that's in the title of this audiobook. So now I've mentioned two of them, and both of them are not the professors. The PE Teacher and the Professor, a new health team, does refer directly to one professor from Norway. And we'll get to him very, very shortly. But there is such a significant impact from... An education professor that I started connecting with back in 2017. I want you, to, you know, want to introduce you to someone called Laureate Professor John Hattie, who is a professor of education and a director of the Melbourne Education Research Institute at the University of Melbourne, Australia, since March 2011. That's not Melbourne, Florida, because if you're listening to this. From the United States of America, there is a place called Melbourne, Florida. This is Melbourne, Australia. Professor Hattie was previously a professor of education at the University of Auckland in New Zealand, also the University of North Carolina in Greensboro in the United States of America, and the University of Western Australia. His research, called visible learning, is the culmination of of more than 25 years examining and synthesizing more than 1,700 meta-analyses comprising of more than 100,000 studies, this is mind-blowing the next point, uh, and involving 300 million students, that's learners, from around the world. Professor Hattie wanted to understand which variables were the most important that would create successful learners. He says, although almost everything we do as educators improves learning, why not prioritise the ones that will have the greatest effect? This research right in my wheelhouse. I began to deep dive into his work and to see if I could use some of it to create this platform called the PE Teachers Health Lab that would help drive people to fall in love with their personal physical health status, including children, including teenagers, and including adults, and especially the group of people this is the one I want to impact, impact the most, who were completely disinterested in their physical health status and health outcomes. I wanted to help those who were interested find a platform to help draw across those that are not interested. Now, let me describe to you how I wrote to Professor Hattie back in 2017 and a series of emails that we began to exchange over the period of about two years. In March of 2017, after reading several of his books and having had the opportunity to complete one of his courses, Visible Learning, the, six, the researched evidence-based strategies on what makes learners successful, what things I could use to help you and any other child, teenager or adult in the world, individuals or large cohorts, what is, what is being researched, what are the top five things that I could include in a platform but apply them to improving your personal physical health status to create deep engagement, deep knowledge. So here's what I did. I'm an individual physical education teacher here in Sydney, Australia. I have no more qualifications, credentials, or or, uh, criteria, if you like, to communicate with one of the world's most renowned professors of education. He's a laureate professor. Now, I have to look up what laureate professor actually means. And it's essentially someone who's had so many peer-reviewed research papers accepted by journals in their profession, in this case, education journals, in their profession, peer-reviewed, that means by other professors from around the world, and that that data behind their research paper has been quantified by those peer-reviewed other professors from around the world. He has so many of those research papers, he's been awarded the title from Melbourne University of Australia of Laureate Professor, highly esteemed. I see myself as a garden variety health and physical education teacher who has a passion. I write to Professor Hattie. Now, I'd seen on one of his videos prior to me writing to him that he gets approached with four to five emails per day in the education industry from all over the planet because this professor, not only does he do research, He's on the road, I think, about 120, before coronavirus, on the road about 120 days a year, giving lectures around the world. And he's spoken all over the planet, not just Australia and New Zealand. So with that in mind, he said he gets four to five emails per day of organisations, individuals or companies wanting him to endorse something related to teaching and learning. He said... Over 99% of them, almost 100% of the time, in this video that I just watched, just after I'd sent the email, he said, I'd watched this video, I I hear from him almost 100% of the time, he rejects wanting to be involved in any other project because they don't make sense from an evidence database point of view and you can't back up what you're offering him with any evidence and real world experience and real world change. So with that in mind, I'm thinking I'm never going to hear back from him. Anyway, I was in class one day and I think I'd got to class, went to uh, my office, sat down, checked my email and it blew me away. There sitting in front of me was a personal email back to me from Professor Hattie congratulating me on the early development of the PE Teachers Health Lab and the new science of physical health. I could not believe, I couldn't contain myself. I had to ring my wife straight away. It was my first ever experience of where someone who had way more credentials in this world of teaching other people. I love being a teacher, but I don't have the research and evidence that others do. But it's the first time anyone had responded to the early development ideas I had with the PE Teachers Health Lab. Then that led to a series of exchanges over the next two years, where in fact, I have requested Professor Hattie about a year or so later, if I could have his position statement and his name and title on the back of one of my tools. And he, I couldn't believe this a year later, he said he, he would love to be able to put his name to a tool, which is essentially now what has morphed into the PE Teachers Health Lab, how to be physically healthy in the age of Netflix, Uber, Google, and screens. So with that in mind, and that was very, very exciting. Oh, his, his, position, in, his position statement. This is the position statement of Professor Hattie, not me, but it fits so well. Into this audiobook. It is Know Thy Impact. If you're going to teach anything, if you're going to learn anything, know the impact of it. So, what's the impact I want to have? Create deep engagement and deep knowledge. So, the impact is a linear correlation with an increase in your personal physical health status that will have a linear correlation, medically speaking and we'll get to that shortly, it drives down your risk of the two leading causes of sickness and death. They are cardiovascular disease and cancer events that we've just talked about. Okay, there's the transition bell. Why is the transition bell here right now? We are almost at 30 minutes, about half an hour, of the first section of this audiobook, The PE Teacher and the Professor, A New Health Team. And we've got through some of the work that I wanted to, but what I like to do is break this up. There's about two hours more worth of streaming coming inside this audio book where we're going to look at some very specific things relating to that big domino statement that we discussed at the start of this audiobook. Remember, let me just refresh you with that as we close out this first section of the PE teacher and the professor and new health team. Here's the, here's the big domino statement that I had, the one we're addressing. There is a new set of evidence-based frameworks that combine physical education and a world-leading professor's health impact software that will drive every child, teenager, and adult to become physically healthy in the age of Netflix, Uber, Google, and screens. Now, i got a lot more to cover in the next episode, in section two. I'm going to talk, I haven't, I've, Introduced you to two professors so far. Professor Miguel, I can't pronounce his last name very very, um, well, so I'm going to call him Professor Miguel. He's from Lisbon in Portugal. And also Professor Hattie. In tomorrow's episode, I'm going to talk to you about three different sections relating to, when I say tomorrow's episode, you might not listen to it tomorrow, but it will be available tomorrow. If that makes sense. As in, depending on when you're listening to this, it's going to be released into our system tomorrow from the time those are recorded. If that makes sense. Okay, I'm confusing myself too much now. But there's three things I want to go through in the next episode, the next section of the PE teacher and the professor in your health team. One is called internal belief. Some things that I did not think. That's to things that almost did not lead me to create the PE Teachers Health Lab. Some internal beliefs and also this audiobook. And then I've got some external beliefs, some things that I see happening in the world that might be happening in the very community that you live in. In fact, there's about three or four different external beliefs. I call them the core chains of false belief. It's about three or four of those. I think that if you're a listener to this audiobook, you will probably have experienced them, and then I'm going to disassemble them. I'm going to show you how some of the external beliefs that hold people back from becoming physically healthy, why they are wrong, and what we can do about those. And finally, in the next episode, we're going to touch on what I call, and we'll get to the start of this, I think, something called an epiphany framework. What do I mean by an epiphany framework, tune in for the next episode in this audiobook. Almost sounds like when I was growing up in the 1970s, there was, and if you've never seen this, you'll have no reference to what I mean, but if you have, you'll know it, but if you haven't, I encourage you to go onto YouTube and look this up. When I was growing up in the 1970s, I was a fan of the, the genre of superheroes. It was Batman and Superman and Captain America and Iron Man and the Hulk and the whole gamut of all of those superheroes. But when we were growing up in the 1970s and I was about, say, 10 years old, there was a TV show that came on here in Australia from America created in Hollywood called Batman. And it was the famous 1966 uh, television series that went for three years. At the end of every... every um episode or well what would happen is they would have a double episode so one episode would be broken up into two but at the end of the first episode in that particular um sequence it would um the the episode would finish out and they would say stay tuned same bat time same bat channel what will happen to robin because always what would happen is batman and robin would be in some peril and Stay tuned, same bad time, same bad channel and come back and find out what happens. so that's what I was kind of referencing there a minute ago. almost sounded like same bad time, same bad channel but I will be back. I want to continue on. I want you to meet the professor and hear from him in his own words because we haven't done that so far in this audio book. hear from him in his own words. the professor who bought from Google Scholar rank him in the top four professors cited in the world for his impact on converting medical science into improving health outcomes on a global basis. In fact, in Norway, where he lives, I read this about him, and I I asked him about this when I did an interview. um, What I read was that he had been awarded in 2020 a medallion from the king of Norway for his services to the area of medical cardiology and lowering the risk of Norwegians from dying from the leading cause of sickness and death on a worldwide basis, cardiovascular disease. So you're going to meet, in part of, in the next episode, you're going to meet and I'll introduce you to a snippet of the professor, the most preeminent professor I've ever interviewed who has changed my understanding of physical health outcomes more in the last two years than in the previous 32 years of my career as a health and physical education teacher. Thanks for joining me. The first section of this book, The PE Teacher, The Professor, A New Health Team. We want you to collaborate. I'm going to start digging into, in the next episode also, why we want you to collaborate. All right, everybody. Bye for now.